Good afternoon, Bards Nation. How are you doing? This is Duncan from Kilted Christian. Scott is on the road right now. He just had a great meeting in Charleston, the beautiful city of Charleston, South Carolina. And I believe his next stop is North Carolina, where he's going to try to hand one of his Bibles out to the lieutenant governor. So I'm looking forward to that. So I will be running this show today. He did not have time to do a uh, pre-record for you guys. So he set me up to do this, and then he will be back this evening. So it's going to be a pretty great uh Pretty great day, guys, and I'm very, very happy that I have this opportunity to be here with you guys. So before we get into prayer today, I found this amazing clip that just put my heart in the right place today. So I'm going to play this for you guys. This is about three minutes long, and this is exactly the importance of our children right now. And it's a blessing to see some of our children that are awake and understand very well who Christ and God are. This is 13-year-old Logan Henderson. He lives on a ranch in the middle of Nebraska. Isolated from much of the world, he often listens to KSBJ Christian Radio out of Houston, Texas, which he picks up on Sky Angel. In late October, Logan made a call to the station that would soon be heard around the world. Hey, Mike, can I talk to you? You bet, Logan. What's up? I want to tell you something that God just told me. Okay. Last night, my dad was roping this calf. And this calf had been born from a really old cow. She she didn't have really the greatest milk. She didn't have, like, the vitamin C and stuff. Okay. Hold on. Mom? So cute, I guess his mom was talking to I'm talking right now. I'll be up in a second. But sorry about that. But anyway... She broke her back, and this morning I went out and put her down myself. I was talking to God. I was asking God why she was special, and God said, you know, Logan, but my son was special, but he died for a purpose. It's kind of the same thing. That calf was close to me. And God's son was close to him. Logan, you're you're so right. It's true. Think you're gonna be okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. But I just wanted to tell you guys that that is so important. Just remember when you lose the loved one or a pet. Always remember that God gave his son too, and he understands. He will always understand. He will always just run to him. Logan, you're wiser than you know, buddy. Oh, sometimes I don't think I'm wise. I, trust me, I've done a lot of stupid stuff, <laughs> but I've learned from it. Yeah, but see, buddy, that's what makes you wise, somebody that learns from their mistakes. Oh, I just figured I'd better call and share with you guys. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Was that not absolutely beautiful? And this is great, guys. You know, we have so much craziness in the world. You, you go back, you watch the news, you do anything like this, and there's just so much negativity in the world. And then to see something as beautiful as this right here, this I mean, a kid, this kid was 13 years old wiser than many adults that I know. Um, 
understands true love, understands the sacrifice of Jesus at a very, very young age. And it's because he had great parents that taught him this. And this right here, guys, is where we are right now. We are in the midst of a spiritual war. And often people forget that aspect. It, it's so hard to disconnect from the earthly things that are happening in this world, the chaos around the world, the division that takes place within each country and within each country, the um, wars, the the uprisings that we're not seeing um, on mainstream media anymore that are taking place around the world. And it's these little things like this that can just inspire us to keep on fighting because this is what it's all about, guys. We are making up for mistakes that we've made. We allowed the world to get to the point that it is right now. And we have to take responsibility for that. And this is why the fight that we have ahead of this is very, very important. And it's not an earthly war. This is a war between evil and between good. And it's really hard to remember that sometimes because, like I said, we're bombarded with all of these earthly things, all the things that are going on everywhere around us. And we just need to sit back sometimes and remember that this is a way bigger war than what we're seeing. And it's more important now than ever to get back in touch with God. And today is no better day because we don't know. We, we, we know what we read in scripture. We know that ahead of this, you know, we've got some tribulations coming. We've got turmoil. We've got rapture and so forth. But we don't know when that time is. None of us do. And this is why it's important right now to make it our, our greatest mission, not only to, to prepare people with their gardens and their water, but to prepare people and help bring people back to God just with simple little conversations, little things that we can do just carrying on a conversation with a stranger standing in a line at the grocery store. It's little things like that. And it pulls people in and inspires people when they see the love and the joy that you have. It's very contagious. It's like courage. When you see somebody standing up and, and doing a, just a beautiful act of valor or, you know, that takes a lot of courage and inspires other people to do the same thing. Um, I look back to how this, this pandemic and everything began. And I started looking at everybody wearing their mask, walking around in stores, feeling that obligation, afraid that they're going to get arrested or something if they're not um, complying or they're not obedient. But then, you know, people like myself and many others would take that mask off while right into the store. And you would look and you would see people look back at you. They would question, well, he's not doing it. And then you would see that mask below their chin. And then you would see that mask come off because courage inspires courage. And it's the same thing with the word of the Lord is that the beauty that you exhibit and your everyday actions and your everyday words inspire others to find that same thing or to start seeking that same thing. Myself, when I came around the Christianity, it took me a long time and it wasn't the scripture. Even when I wasn't a Christian, I believed very much in Jesus Christ. I knew he was a son of God. I just wouldn't consider myself a Christian. Um, and it was a lot because of the Christians and the way that they would come at me and judge me and make me feel like everything I was doing was wrong. And the thing is, is it's not that. People that don't know Jesus yet don't know what they're looking for. So it's up to us to be gentle and not judgmental because being judgmental scares them away, makes them go the other direction. It's our job just to, to show the love that we have, how it affects us in our lives and inspire them to come over to us and ask those questions. Because once they start asking those questions, it gives us a chance for, to plant those seeds to a very open mind. And like I said, right now, it's important to get all of your earthly things ready. Make sure you have food. Make sure you have water. Gardens growing and so forth. But the most important thing we can do right now is to get ourselves closer to God every single day and to help other people get closer to God every single day. And little videos like I just played with this little kid 
is what inspires me. It, it, it just, sometimes you just need to have that fire in your heart and your belly lit all over again. And it's something as simple as kind words or a video like this that just reminds you what this is all about. It reminds you that with all of the chaos, with all of the, the tyranny, the evil that we're seeing around this world, there's still a lot of good and there's more good than there is evil. Sadly, the evil is given that microphone. They're given the microphone by mainstream media. They're given that microphone by the government and the politicians and the people like us. We don't have the microphone. We have to find our voice. We have to be loud. We have to do it either via social media and public, um, get podcasts going in order to get that word out. But we are the ones that are waking up the world and don't ever forget the impact you're having. Everybody, it is 11 minutes out of the after the hour. And as Scott always says, it is time for a little bit of spiritual warfare. So please bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you just for every single thing that you have blessed us with. We take so much time getting caught up in all the things on the earth and all the things that we need. A lot of people are reaching out in prayer because of health issues, mental health, dealing with anxiety, problems that they're having locally. Dear Lord, just let us sometimes take the time just to thank you. Not just ask you for things, but thank you for the things that you have given us. You have given us so much. The fact that I can sit here and have this conversation and this prayer right now means that I got to wake up today. It means that I'm breathing. I got a chance to pet my dog, hug my mother. Dear Lord, thank you for all of those opportunities. These are the things that we take for granted because we get used to it. Dear Lord, I ask that during this time, we really need discernment. The deception is everywhere on this earth. It's hard to tell who's good on this earth and who's bad on this earth. And I'm thankful that you've given us a place like Bard's Nation to come together as a family. The most amazing people in the world. We need each other. We need the unity. We need to stand by one another, dear Lord, because you have given us this opportunity to be here on this earth right now to be your warriors, to be your servants. And dear Lord, let us do the best that we can. Let everything that we do be in your will, not ours. Let the words that come out of our mouths be the words that you want us to say, not the humanly words that we get caught up in. Dear Lord, give us a discernment to understand what's happening in this world so that we can see through that deception because it's gonna be up to us to help wake those other people up that are still sleeping to be able to see under that veil so that they understand what's going on. Dear Lord, the one thing that we know in this world, in this earth, is that you are the greatest thing that we could have in our lives. You bring us all the joy. You bring us love. You bring us laughter, dear Lord, and we appreciate those things. So we ask, dear Lord, that you take away all of those emotions that the devil tries to put into our lives. We find every day that the closer we get to you, the more we embrace you, the more we realize how important and how powerful you are, and, and you are responsible for everything that happens in our lives. Dear Lord, let us embrace that more and more. But the closer we get to you, the more the devil wants to come after us, dear Lord. And if they can't intervene in our lives because we're stubborn and we're going to stand by you until the end, they're going to go after our families. They're going to go after our friends. So, dear Lord, I ask that you just give everybody the strength to be able to just push the devil away, to keep those temptations and that evil out of their lives, dear Lord, so that we can be as effective as we can possibly be. Dear Lord, bring us that armor, but let us be responsible and loving enough to hand that armor off to the children and then suit up another set of armor if we need to dear lord but right now we need to fix this earth so that we have something that we are comfortable passing this world on to our children 
Dear Lord, we don't know when that day that you're going to come back to this earth is, dear Lord. So right now, it's our job to just be responsible and do what we can on this earth to make it better. I know you don't want us sitting on our hands. You want us standing up and fighting. Dear Lord, please let this fight be passive as long as it can be. But let us know in our hearts when it's time to throw those rocks because you've had that happen in the past in order to fix these problems, dear Lord. And it only takes two of us with your guidance to defeat a million-man army. We have that faith in you, dear Lord. We have that trust. But dear Lord, during these times, we just ask that you work on our hearts and you help us stay on that narrow path. When we fall, I ask, dear Lord, that you, you lift us up or you have one of us lift each other up. Right now, the unity amongst these Christian nations is more important than ever, dear Lord, because we are here to lift each other up during these times. And in the future, those same people that we lift up now are going to be the same ones that lift us up when we need it. So, dear Lord, I ask that you continue to bless Scott. Watch him on his journey around this country. Let him run into the right people. Let him meet the right people and let him spread that word. Let it be a successful mission, dear Lord, in your name. Keep him healthy and keep him safe. I ask, dear Lord, that you answer all the prayers of those people right now that are sick or just around the world. I run into more and more people, and I ask that you heal them. You be with Everin and his family, dear Lord, and heal them. Keep those children from getting sick. Dear Lord, be with, with my co-host, Jeff, and, and help him to get better every single day. Be with Donabo Libby. She's going through a loss in her family, dear Lord. And we're all going to be going through this at some point here soon, dear Lord. So those same people that we're lifting up now are going to be right here for us. But we're grateful. We're grateful with everything that you bestowed upon us, dear Lord. We're grateful to be here at this time, at this moment, and to have this family that we can rely on, that we can talk to, that we have jumping in and mass and prayer, dear Lord, because we know that the greatest weapon that you have given us is knowing you and having that prayer, dear Lord. So we want to thank you. We want to thank you for blessing us on this earth during this time. And we want to thank you just for the life that you've given us, dear Lord. And just let us all remember to take the time not to just pray for what we need, but dear Lord, to pray for thanks for everything that you have given us in our life, for those skills that you have brought to us, dear Lord, so that we're most effective during this very, very moment. Dear Lord, I love you more than anything in this world. My heart is always with you. And may every step that we take from the moment we wake up until the moment we go to bed be in your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name, I pray. Amen. All right, everybody, I got through the prayer. And like I said, you know, Bart Scott is one of the greatest prayers ever, you know, so it's hard to follow in those footsteps. And then I got my, my brother, Jeff, um, who is the same way, one person that I just absolutely admire. I call him my pocket Bible because during those times where we have questions, you know, those people that know scripture better than us, you reach out to them and they just have the ability to give you that scripture that you need right in your hand that answers the questions that you have right at this very moment because that's one thing for sure and i think we can all agree is that the longer this goes on the longer this war between good and evil goes on this battle between god and the devil the more questions we have many of us are great 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 researchers but what happens when, when we're in a world that is literally the devil has just created this world of deception right now we don't know who the good guys are we don't know who the bad guys are the one thing that we know that is absolutely good and has our best interests in mind is God, which is why we need to just blank our minds out and, and just let what we research be curiosity, but let the understanding that we have right now of, of how important God is in our life be the main thing that we focus on. And that's what I say in earlier. We just need to bring these people together. We need to do what we can to wake people up because God, God didn't ask much of us. 
He wants us to be good people, but he wants us to spread the gospel. He wants us to witness. And it's a very, very simple job. If you really break down all that God does for us every single day, he's only asked a few things from us. And it's not that difficult to get out and just have a conversation, do what we can. Mention a scripture on social media, something that, that people may skip right now, but they read it and it resonates with them a year, two years down the road. We just, we never know. And right now I've got a quick little video that I'm going to play that I did a while back and it is called Seeds Once Sown. And this is kind of the importance right now of spreading that word, spreading that scripture because people may not listen now, but one day they might. So I'm going to play this video for you. It's called Seeds Once Sown. As these are some of the most trying and divisive times, many of us find ourselves not talking to or in feuds with people that we were once close with. Much like the Civil War, we are engaged in a battle that the South referred to as the war between brothers, just temporarily without violence. Make no mistake, the global elites would rather set us out against each other in all-out war rather than losing the sinking ship. Sadly, the ones still in the matrix produced by our media will be used as pawns to shield our elite enemies from the enraged patriots who simply want freedom. Many patriots around the world have opened their eyes, can now see through the evil veil of deception, and have spent the last four years trying to open up the eyes of the ones they love. I am here just to remind you all the effort you have made, even when it seems to fall into reluctant or deaf ears, was not for nothing. We feel the urgency of seeing the truth and become discouraged when our efforts are not immediately met. However, the same way that seeds of deception and indoctrination have been placed over the years, we have our own seeds of truth being set in place for their own time to grow. Not all seeds grow immediately. Some seeds are seasonal and begin their growth at a later date. But most seeds will grow at the right time and be quite visible when they do. What I am saying is that just because someone is not ready to hear an ugly truth at the moment does not mean that they will not remember what you once planted. Once they see the sprout come up from the ground, they will now begin analyzing the growth of the plant and be able to see the truth that grows with it. This is so important to remember. No, not one person in this world realizes the impact that they make every single day. Because eventually what happens, and I'll use um, Scott's show, Bards FM, and Bended Knee, and Fisher's Minutes as an example. There's a point where you can see the millions of views that Scott gets on his show. But some people download these videos and then they send them over to another person who sends it to another person. And, and that, that impact has now gotten out of our hands. We don't realize how far these things go. We can only see um, what we see surfacely. But here's the thing. If you were to talk to one person, they may not listen to you. I, we all have the same problems right now. We have developed a new family that God has brought into our lives, but God has, has removed some people from our lives during this, uh, during this time. And, you know, this is why we need to stay unified together to keep on talking, but never stop spreading the seeds because you may talk to someone that doesn't want to hear what you have to say, but they still, they still hear what you're saying and they may ignore it. And then a year down the road, something may come along from someone else that reminds them of what you had told them earlier down the road. And now the impact is made. It may be a year later, but the impact is still made because the seed was planted. And once they start to acknowledge something, that seed grows. They start asking questions. And questions is the first 
step that we take to understanding. You know, when I found God originally, I had loads of questions. And I tell you, I think I've got more questions now. I was talking to Shemaine last night, and we both agreed the same thing. When we when we get into heaven, boy, God is probably going to be really annoyed with me because I've got so many questions to ask. I'm going to tell him I appreciate everything he's given us, but boy, I have a lot of questions, and I think we all do too. But fortunately, the one thing that we need to know right here on this earth is that God and Jesus Christ are constantly watching over us. They are constantly guiding us. Before we knew God in our lives, God knew who we were. Before we were ready to accept Christ and accept God into our hearts, God was already working in our lives. He was already teaching us what we needed to know so that we can understand it down the road. He had patience with me. He had patience with you. He had patience with every single one of us. And this is why it's important that we do the same. Not only follow what God's word were, but follow his actions. And, and Jesus, when he walked this earth, was, was patient. There was times where he flipped tables, but he was very patient. He didn't hang around with the righteous. He hung around with those people that needed him, that needed his word, that needed to find God. And this is where we are, guys. Even our lives, as much as we know God, as much as we know Christ, we can always know him more. We can always get that better relationship. So when we make these mistakes that we make every day, you know, repenting, asking God's forgiveness is important. But the fact that we recognize these mistakes that we make, these, these sins when we do sin, the fact that we recognize that we're doing this enough to reach out and, and ask for forgiveness is a great step too, because that means that we're constantly working in our lives. There's an old word that a lot of people use, um, and I never like this word, and the word is master. When people say they have mastered something. In my, my belief, when you say you've mastered something, you have limited any potential growth. So those people that think that they know God and they can't know God any longer, they can't know him any more than they already do, they have limited the ability to get closer to God. And God is the most amazing, most powerful thing in this entire universe. We'll never be able to fathom what God truly is in our own minds. I, I think if God was to just give us a glimpse into his head, our head would explode just with infinite knowledge. And this is why we need to constantly realize that there's always room for improvement. You know, one thing that I saw in a lot of uh, churches that I used to go to, the people that, that thought that they had no more growing to do, that they were perfect. And I'm like, I bet you somewhere in your life, even in your life, as good as you think you are, you make mistakes. You say the wrong things. You may judge. You may be. You may have inward skeletons that are hidden in your in your closet. You know what I'm saying? We all are imperfect, and that was the greatest reward that we got when Christ came to this earth and died on that cross. Was He gave us a chance that we wouldn't have had before. We we make mistakes from the very beginning. We make mistakes as parents, and then eventually, like they say, carrying on the curse of the family or the family curse. The family curse is me not being responsible to teach my kid the right thing, my kid growing up and getting indoctrinated and me allowing that to happen, not pulling them out of schools, not doing everything that we can to keep that the purity and the innocence of a child that we tend to lose as adults. We need to hold on to those beautiful instincts that the Lord Almighty has given us and remember that most of what we are taught is logical on this earth is fabricated. You know, we, we have been manipulated throughout history. Everything that we think we know has been manipulated in some way with the exception of the Holy Word. That is the one sure thing that we have in our life is what God gave to us, 
how God created us, how he brought his son to this earth and how his son gave his life so that we can have eternal life so that we have a chance to get into heaven, which is just absolutely a beautiful, remarkable thing. But it's also really important to go back into the scripture even further and watch and pay close attention to what Christ was teaching us. He was teaching us so many valuable things that we just don't incorporate into our life. He was teaching us how to be there for each other, how to heal, how to have compassion for your enemy, how to stand amongst lepers and not be afraid, but to be able to help him and heal them and get this through us. Jesus Christ, he said, you know, learn what I teach you and go off and do greater things than myself. And we need to do that. Guys, when he said moving mountains, it wasn't a metaphor. We have the ability to do the greatest things. And that, those things aren't because of us. We don't, we don't have the power to draw in the energies of earth like some of these um, new agers think. No, no, no. The power comes from one place and one place only. And that is our heavenly father, God, and his son, Jesus Christ, which is the greatest gift that we could have ever had. And we need to be tolerant. We need to be understanding and patient with all those people that are sleeping, the ones that are on the opposite scale politically, because this isn't about Democrats and Republicans. This is, this, like I said, it's a war between good and evil. We need to remember that even though these people think differently, they have different ideas, different ideologies, they are still the children of God. And God wants us to bring his children back to him. We are the, the shepherds in this case, trying to wake up the people that are sleeping and bring them back. And it's important that when the time comes, and people do start waking up when they realize how evil things really are, that they start seeing color again instead of black and white and understanding what's really taking place on this earth. It's our responsibility at that point to open up our arms, reach out, bring that person in with the best hugging embrace that we can possibly give them and never say the words, I told you so. Because I know many of us do. There's not a day that goes by that I was like, man, I would just, I can't wait till the day I can say I told you so. We're better than that. And those words I told you so are just going to push them away again. They're going to go right back into their cognitive dissonance. This is why we just need to be loving and patient. No matter what religion, no matter what culture, no matter what party you were in, everyone on this earth was created by the same God. No matter what religion you are, God didn't. there's not eight gods out there that created the people of different religions. It was one God. He created us all. And we all need to just kind of get back together and unify. We need our own new world order. We need to unite as a new world order under Jesus Christ, under God. Not It'll be on our terms. It won't be on their terms. We can change this world. We can make this what God intended it be. We can, and it all starts right now with us beginning this fight, doing this fight so that our children don't have to because they are not going to have the chance that we have right now. They're going to be coming for our guns. They're going to be coming for our Bibles right after that. And you know what? The guns are nothing compared to the Bible because that Bible is the greatest weapon we have. And if they remove that from the children, we're, we're heading towards a place that is unfixable. And I know one, one thing is that God wins this war. We know the end of this story. How many movies do you go into when you know how it ends? And that's the thing. That's what we just have to remember. Every time we get impatient, every time we get anxiety, anytime that we get fear, we just need to remember one thing is that God asked us not to fear and that God wins this war. So as ugly as things get right here, God gave us the ability and the strength to get through it. God gave us the ability and the strength to help other people get through it. God chose you and he chose me and everyone here to be born during this very time because he knew that he needed his, his A-team. He needed his all-stars to come into this war 
to unify, to pray, to help bring people back to God. And that's why you and I are all here and just find, just love and, and rejoice in that. You know what I'm saying? It's not a coincidence. God knows the script. God wrote the script before we were born. And all of those, those terrible, ugly mistakes that we made growing up were only here to strengthen us. Because when it comes down to waking up those that have been wounded, the easiest people, the people that had the most effect on waking up the wounded are the ones who have been wounded themselves. So don't get sad about the mistakes that you made in your life. Don't be embarrassed about it. Utilize those stories to talk to other people and help wake them up and bring them to because sometimes the story that you have about your great awakening, about your coming to God, about you getting over drug addictions, sex addictions, whatever it may be, those stories that you have that show that you can come out of a dark place are going to be the same stories that inspire others to do it themselves. And that's what it takes. If I was to go to drug rehabilitation, who would you feel more comfortable going to? Someone who has done drugs and got over them or someone who just went to school? Exactly. You're going to go to the person that has been through those trials and tribulations because they give you hope. And that is the beautiful thing about Jesus is that Jesus gives us hope. Jesus, God gave his son to be sacrificed on this earth. He had a purpose. And we can at the very least do everything that we can to sacrifice you know, small little things like being comfortable on this earth, materialism and so forth, sacrifice those things on this earth so that we can do greater deeds than Jesus. And it's all because of Christ. It's because he's come into our lives. So everybody, I want to thank you so much. I guess it's 331 and I've got some music lined up here for us all after this um, extra goes off. But keep Scott in your prayers, guys. He is back on the road. He is heading up into North Carolina right now from the beautiful state of Charleston, which I absolutely love myself. And I hope he went by and got some Bessinger's barbecue. For any of you, those guys that live in South Carolina, have been there that know what Bessinger barbecue is, you understand. Probably some of the best food you'll ever have. But anyways, guys, I want to thank you very much for joining us for this episode of Bended Knee on September 6, 2022. And I leave you with this. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. 
So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. So, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.
But I get a big surprise 
to break these chains and fly away.
everyone this is the last song we're going to end with something from england something loving and happy this is sun the sundays here's where the story ends
Right, guys, that is the end of this show. For dessert, I'm going to leave you, let's just go old school. Grandma's old comfort food apple pie. It's the, the pie that would sit on that window that the robbers would try to come steal because it smelled so good. That's comfort food, guys. Good old American apple pie. So, guys, I hope you all enjoyed the show today. Um, Scott will be back tonight for Barb's FM and Fishers of Men, and I will be on Kilted Christian in between those shows. It's been an absolute pleasure being here with you all. I love you all very, very much. I will see you tonight, and God bless.